Welcome to the Believer's Voice of Victory from Kenneth Copeland Ministries. Download the notes at kcm.org notes. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Believer's Voice of Victory. Billy Brim's back with some more interesting things to tell us about what's happening, what's yes. happened, what's well, happening, yeah, and uh, what will well, happen. Yes, exactly. <laughs> as, so welcome, Billy. Right, as, our, uh, as is revealed to us in the Psalms. Yes. Uh, many of the Psalms are prophetic. And as we have already seen, some of them come in groups. We saw that Psalm 22 is the Lord on the cross. Psalm 23, the Lord is my shepherd. Psalm 24, the Lord, the King of glory. So then we looked at the Hallel Psalms, uh, 113 through 118 all in a row. Now we're going to look at at three uh, Psalms which are prophetic and they haven't happened yet. And uh, this is Psalm 46, Psalm 47, and Psalm 48. And we will begin with Psalm 46, which is the final war of this age, this age that we're in right now. It is the second of the Gog-Magog wars. There will be another one at the end of the thousand years, you know, but this one has not happened yet. And um, it is the final one. This is the same war that is described to us in Zechariah chapter 14, 12 and 14. And we'll, we'll, we'll get to Zechariah probably, if not today, tomorrow. So here comes this prophetic psalm. Uh, and we will begin, Gloria, it's going to say here on the Hebrew version, because the Hebrews, they always take that introduction as the, um, a, a, as the first verse. So our verse 1 in, in Psalm 46 is their verse 2. So reading, and I'm going to read you all of this from a Hebrew translation. Hebrew speakers have been speaking Hebrew since the Hebrews began, (laughs) since Abraham. So they know how to translate. And uh, I'm going to read this psalm to you. You can follow along in your King James. You're going to be right here at right here. Okay. So uh, God is for us, refuge and strength. A very accessible help oh, in yeah. distress. Praise God. Now, of course, this word distress is again that word, sar, that I told you about. That means a narrow place. Whenever the Bible talks about the tribulation period, it uses this word sar. It'll be a narrow place. And this is going to actually talk about the, uh, the um, tribulation period and the things that are going to happen in it. And... Uh, And it is written right here for Israel that God during that time is for them a refuge and strength, a very accessible help all during that time. Praise God. Now, uh, the literal Hebrew says much to be found. So during that tribulation period, God is much to be found by the Jews. In fact, if we were studying Revelation, Mm, we'd we'd see how he hides them and how he protects them. But he is their help. So... Since he's their help and their faith is in him, we shall not be afraid at earth's transformation and at the mountain's collapse into the heart of the sea. I've got a problem. I've moved the wrong place. Where is it? You're right here. You're only going to be reading this part right here on each page. And so it says right there after that. So verse 3, you see verse 3 right there? 
We shall not be afraid at earth's no, transformation. We shall not be. So now we're going to be in heaven. We're going to be, the church is going to be at the right hand of God. I mean, yeah, well, we are at the right hand of God right now, but we're going to be, the church will already have been raptured when this is going on on the earth, this tribulation time, this time of the pressing. But uh, those who are here on the earth, and there will be some Jews here, and there will be some uh, sheep nations. All the nations, in fact, that are there alive at that time will be here. But these Jews, they're not going to be afraid at earth's transformation as it transforms. Um, there is a prophecy uh, in Isaiah 51, 6, which says, It warns of a cataclysmic day and simultaneously offers hope to those whom God favors. Here's what Isaiah 51, 6 says. For the heavens shall vanish like smoke, and the earth and the earth shall wear out like a garment, and they that dwell therein shall die in like manner, but my salvation shall be forever, and my righteousness shall not be withdrawn. Praise so God. this does say that there's going to be a cataclysmic change to earth. Verse three says that it's it's we're not going to be afraid at earth's transfer, uh, transformation. And at mountains collapse in the heart of the sea. Uh, the Hebrew commentators think that these mountains are nations and that the nations of the earth that have been against Israel are going to collapse into the heart of the sea. Its waters will rage and be muddied. Mountains will roar in his glory. And now, Glow, we're going to go to the next page and we're going to read the... Um, we're going to read the Hebrew right up here, translated into English right, right. there. Mm -hmm. So it says that the waters are going to be muddied. A lot of uh, at the tumult that's going on in the earth, uh, it's going to cause a lot of, of mud to come up, a lot of slime to come up. I remember one time when we were out at Prayer Mountain and uh, Lynn saw a vision of an old uh, cabin floor and a lady down on her knees scrubbing that cabin floor. And the first thing that happened, you know how those boards in an old floor, they got dirt gets down between them yeah. and the dirt would come up. So that dirt is coming up when God judges the earth. And if mm. this is the time when he's judging it, dirt and slime are going to come up. But King James says there is a river. There is a river. And we're going to read here in the Hebrew to English translation, the river. Its streams will gladden the city of God. Mm. Sanctified dwelling place of the Most High. These are the waters. There is, a, there is a river underneath earthly Jerusalem. And it's called in the scriptures the Gihon. G-I-H-O-N. It is called the Shiloach. And it is the pool of Siloam that we know from the New Testament. And so Jerusalem is... is, is uh, it's not on the sea. It doesn't have any other river than this rid, hidden underground river. And it says, even though all this stuff is going on, all this slime is being brought up, all these things of the earth are, 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 are being brought to the top for God to judge. There is a river and the streams thereof will gladden the city of God. The city of God is Jerusalem. And we know there is a river that comes out from the throne of God. And that flows right down into earthly Jerusalem, heavenly Jerusalem, earthly Jerusalem. And the city of Jerusalem, even during these tribulation times, the waters of the Lord uh, gladden her and protect her. Verse 6, 
God is within it. It shall not falter. Jerusalem is not going to falter. God will help it at the break of dawn. Nations roar, kingdoms totter. This is what's coming during the tribulation time. He raised his voice and the earth will dissolve. Now turn over to the next wow. page. And up in the left-hand corner of the next page, Hashem. And the Jews, don't, they don't say the name of Jehovah out of respect. So they call him the name. Hashem means the name. Hashem of legions is with us. This is uh, Yahweh Sabaoth. This is the God of armies. And when it calls him the God of armies, it means that if he has to, he can call every army he's got. He calls the stars his armies, the hailstones his armies, angels are his armies, uh, Israel is his army, the church is his army. And here when, it's, it, it, when, it, when it calls him Hashem of legions, a, a legions armies, if he has to, he'll call on every army he's got, even if he's got to call on the angels, got to call on the... He's going to make sure that Jerusalem is... A stronghold for us is the God of Jacob. That word in the Hebrew is misgam, and it means an impregnable place. No matter what, this is the war when the Antichrist surrounds Jerusalem. This is the war when the church is gone, and he thinks that one last time he's going to be able to wipe those Jews out. But this mm -hmm. says in Hebrews, in 46, Psalm, Hashem of legions is with us. A stronghold for us is the God of Jacob, Selah. Pause and think of that. And then it says, Go and see the works of Hashem who has wrought devastation in the land. You go and see what God has done. Uh, next page, Glow. He makes cessation of wars to the end of the earth. When we come to this end of the tribulation period, well, the war is going to end and they're not going to be another one at that time, 4,000 years later. So when, at the end of this tribulation time, he makes cessation of wars to the end of the earth. The bow will he break. He will sever the spear and wagons consume in fire. King James says, be still and know that I am God. But that's not what the Hebrew says. It says, desist. Stop it. You nations quit and know that I am God. You down there with the Antichrist surrounding Jerusalem, you desist in your maneuvers. Stop. I am God. My mother in church, sometimes I used to act up in church. When really? I was, no. Yep. And in <laughs> our Baptist church, after you got to be four years old, you went out and sat in the MIG church. And sometimes I'd mess around, you know, and mother would pinch me. Yeah. And one time I... That was I, big in those days. Yeah. One time I screamed out and said, you pinched me. And mother would quote me that verse of scripture. She'd say, be still and know that he is God. That's not even to us. Mom, do you know that now in heaven? You pinch me at the wrong spot. You, you put the wrong scripture there. It actually says, desist. Stop desist. that, you nations that are surrounded Israel. And know that I am God. I shall be exalted among the nations, exalted upon the earth. I'm the God and the King Messiah. I'll be exalted among all the nations in the earth. Hashem of legions is with us. A stronghold mm, for us you, is the God of yes, Jacob. Amen. And so that describes um, the time of Jacob's trouble. 
it's, it's called that in, in the book of um, Daniel. And so that time of Sarah, that tribulation time, he's with them. He protects them. Yep. They're impregnable and uh, he takes care of them. Now that is Psalm 46. We're going to lay it aside and we're going to go to Psalm 47, which is these, this is a trilogy, these Psalms. And so uh, here you go, Glow. You can put all that away and start right over here. Okay, Bill, you keep me straight I'm now. keeping you straight here. Now, it's hard to keep me straight, let alone have to keep her straight. <laughs> now you got to keep me straight. Yeah, that is it. Are you straight out there? Yes. We're I straight. hope so. We're here we are now straight. to Psalm 47. And this okay. is kind of an introduction to Psalm 47. I'm just going to read the very first part of it, Glow. Okay. This psalm is a sequel to the preceding one. In other words, they go in a row. The preceding mm -hmm. one was about the tribulation. This psalm is the sequel to the preceding one, which describes the defeat of all the nations who unite against God and His chosen people. Ooh. After the earth returns to order and tranquility, the nations will recognize God's universal mastery and will seek the presence of God in Jerusalem. So this is the millennium. One thing that uh, the Church of Christ, the body of Christ, doesn't know much about is the millennium. They kind of all mixed up on things. But here's what's going to be going on on the earth. Now you, church, you are made in the image of Jesus. When he comes for you in the air, you're going to be transformed. You're going to be changed. Your, your body's going to look like his glorious body. And then you're going to go with him to the marriage supper of the Lamb in the air. Now we're talking about the thousand years, right? Well, we're, we're talking about the seven years of uh, tribulation, tribulation on earth and then, and then the married supper of the Lamb up there. So you're going to go with him. You're going to have a body that's changed. Now, as he begins the thousand years, yes, Gloria, you're right. This begins the thousand years here on earth. So you want to go to the next page. Oh, I'm getting behind here. You're getting behind. I'll try, just try to do keep my up best. I'm mind. just trying to keep and up. And we're just going to be reading these parts over here which okay. is the English translation right. from the Hebrew. So this is... Unless the, you want to read the Hebrew. I'll, I'll do that later. Uh, Much okay. later. All right. <laughs> so uh, we'll begin here with verse 2. It's going okay. to be the first one in your King James Bible or other Bible. Now, this is another one that the King James mistranslates. Um, it says, all you nations join hands. What does it say in the King James? All of you nations clap your hands. Yeah. Mm -hmm. These are the nations that are left here. These are the sheep nations. So this is a call for them to unite. For them to put, the King Je the Hebrew here says, to put your calves together. Your calf is this part of your hand right here. So it just means join hands, unite. You nations on the earth, you sheep nations. It, it is not a call oh, to me. clap your hands. It is a call to join your hands. All you nations, join hands. Call out to God with a cry of joy. See, this is the millennium. Jesus has come. He's now setting up his millennium. He's setting up his millennial kingdom. And so all the nations, and these would be the sheep nations, he's already had the judgment of the nations, and the goat nations are gone. You're not going to hear of them anymore. So the sheep nations that are left here, and they got in on a works judgment because they were good to Israel during the tribulation time, says, All you nations join hands, unite. Call out to God with a cry of joy. For Hashem is most high, awesome, a great king over all the earth. Praise the Lord. Now go to the next. Our God. Go to the next page. 
because we're just reading this little part up here in the corner. He plagues the nations in our stead and kingdoms beneath our feet. The main nation during the millennial age is the Jews. They're going to be in Jerusalem. It has been protected and kept by God, and it's going to rise up higher than all the other cities on the earth. Okay, in our stead, our is the Jews. Uh Uh-huh, it's the The Jews. Jews. He plagues the nations in our stead and kingdoms beneath our feet. They're going to be the leading nation on the earth. He will choose for us our heritage, the Holy Land, the temple. That's their heritage. The pride of Jacob, which he loved. When he speaks of Jacob, he, he, when he speaks of the Jews as Jacob, he's talking about the flesh Jews. He doesn't call them Abraham. Abraham had other sons. He doesn't call them Isaac. Isaac had another son. He calls them Jacob because Jacob's 12 sons became the tribes of Israel. So he's going to give them their heritage back. They're going to get their land and they're going to get the temple. And now we're going to go to the next page, Glow. Oh, you're moving right along. I'm moving right along. We haven't much time. Have you been watching the man who's cueing us? (laughs) God ascended with the blast. (laughs) Hashem with the sound of the shofar. Now, this shofar, they think this. And, ooh, I think it's so exciting. I'm going to read to you Isaiah 27, 13. It shall come to pass on that day that a great shofar shall be blown. And they shall come, those who were lost in the land of Assyria and those who were dispersed in the land of Egypt, and they shall prostrate themselves before Hashem in the holy mountain. This is the great shofar that calls them, all the Jews, home. God ascended with the blast, Hashem with the sound of the shofar. Make music for God, make music. Make music for our king, make music. Praise God. For God, go to the next page. For God is the king of all the earth. This is when he has set up his visible kingdom. And the king Messiah is there. Make music, O enlightened ones. I like this statement by, by one of their rabbis. Although God is master of the entire universe and has at his disposal the legions of heavenly minstrels, in his humility, he desires to hear the music of man. And he wants to hear the music of those nations that have joined hands here on earth. They are the sheep nations. God wants them to sing to him. Bless the Lord. So he tells them, for God is king of all the earth. Make music, O enlightened ones. God reigns over the peoples. God sits upon his holy throne. The nobles of the nations are gathered. The nation of the God of Abraham. For gods are the shields of the earth. He is exceedingly exalted. He has taken away all the nations. He's collected all their shields. War has ceased. And he is now the head. And this is just when they're starting out, the thousand-year reign. And he gives them good advice from the very beginning. You praise me. You sing to me. He is the God of all the earth. And he is exceedingly exalted. Bless the Lord. The future is as bright as God can make it. Bless the Lord. We hope you enjoyed today's teaching from Kenneth Copeland Ministries. Be sure to get the notes at kcm.org slash notes. And remember, Jesus is Lord.